Capturing the moments in life that matter most is now easier than ever at Prairie Gardens. Imagine the possibilities. Forever preserving those special photos, a family heirloom, artwork that speaks to your heart. Because at Prairie Gardens, you name it, the PG experts will frame it. Every handcrafted custom frame is expertly designed with you and comes with a lifetime guarantee. So when you're ready to frame the moments that matter most, you'll find your framing experts waiting for you at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, boutique, and your custom framing experts. Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. <laughs> and they're all going, oh no, it's a show already. They assemble their headphones and whatnot. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on out and join us if you can. You can also phone in to join us at 217-356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Makes it a little easier to remember. Or you could also text us at 217-351-5357. All right. Our experts today include Mr. Steve Brown. I'm the first one with my headphones on, you so were. I get the honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, well, yes, and Mr. John Weisgarver. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good to see you. And then Marianne, maybe later? She'll be oh, here. she'll be yeah. here before we know it. She's, yeah, she's probably helping people out. She's good um, like that. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. You know, as my niece says, when she's always continually late to everything, she says, better late than ugly. You know, <laughs> you gotta gotta do your hair for an hour. Well, you know, we know Marianne's not <laughs> gonna be. We know Marianne's not gonna be ugly, and we know it's not because she's somewhere primping. She's yeah. she's, it's she's busy. Yeah. <laughs> she's busy with the plants outside. <laughs> In fact, she's making her way here now. So, yes, uh, we're here at the store, and you can phone in, or you can uh, join us on the text lines, uh, or text, rather, phone lines, though. Let's go ahead and go to those now. If you guys are ready, Marianne, you go ahead and make yourself comfortable. Put your headphones on, darling. And uh, we're going to check in with Norm, who's calling in. Good morning, Norm. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, I've got a big question for you, a pest problem, uh, and what I can do about it right now. Um, during the hot spell, we noticed that a section of my lilac bush, which is very large, and toward the center of it, a couple of very large branches had died. They still had leaves on them, so they were alive earlier in the summer, but suddenly they died. Well, I took them out, and as I, I, I started to cut them off, but then they just broke off. I pulled the branches out, and I noticed these itty-bitty D-shaped holes in them. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got ash borders in my lilac bush. And a little research, and I found out something that is prevalent down in the south called the uh, lilac borer. They look like a wasp, but they're actually a moth. Do we have many of them around here? And the second question is, what can I do to prevent them from attacking the rest of my lilac? Yeah. The answer is yes. They're not uncommon here. Okay. And I'd, I'd have to read some labels, uh, or you could read some labels, um, to see which ones, because it, it seems like it's always a moving target as far as exact pest uh, 
lists on labels, and we mm-hmm. kind of have to stick to that. Um, but I would look at some of the systemic insecticides uh, that are available and see if we can find one that would either be a soil drench or a topical application in season. But ideally, maybe okay. a soil drench that you could do this fall to try and protect the plant for this next year. And you have those there? We have a those as good. We have an ex, as an extensive selection of uh, chemical solutions that we can offer, and it's just a matter of making sure we can find one that lists for lilac borers. Okay, but but well, I have a feeling that we can. Okay, well, I have a uh, a follow up kind of question. Uh, the The bush has now, uh, you know, it's got all those little suckers. I guess is what people call them. But, you know, they've come up and they've spread out. They're not nice and tight the way they used to be. Is there anything I can do to tighten that bush up so it isn't so wild and wild, you know, going every which way and leaning over the fence into my neighbor's yard and uh, things like that? Yeah. Would, would you guys think that even though we don't recommend in the what we typically recommend after they get done flowering. But I think more Mm -hmm. importantly at this point in time, it's that he gets the plant maybe under control and removes any possible wood that's contaminated in any way, shape, or form. I'd sure check the wood out and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. So I guess the first thing I would do is say, hey, the wood that you took off that was obviously damaged, I would destroy that. Uh, If you can't burn it, I would throw it away. I wouldn't leave it hanging around the property. And I would just oh yeah, and I don't want it to go. I don't want it to go into a landfill where it's going to be spread to, to other, you know, like say the landscape recycling center. I don't want it left out there where it uh, might. It'll probably go through a chipper out there, a grinder out there. So I doubt if it'll be um, too much of an issue with with that. But what I would do first is just thoroughly look at the plant and make sure, if in doubt, I've removed any wood that possibly seems like it might be infected that might. Not just dead, but even having some of those hole marks, um, if you will, mm-hmm. um, on okay. the wood. And now, see, what signs would there be outside? Because he, he noticed the holes after he had busted off a branch, right? Well, he, he, he noticed the holes upon closer inspection. Okay. And he didn't see the holes inside the wood so much as he, when he was in there, I don't want to speak for you, but when you were fussing with it. That's when you really started noticing them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, so I, it, is, it wasn't until I pulled the branches out that I noticed them. I, I was only, a, you know, I only had it about uh, two, three inches away from my face before I actually saw the holes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they're pretty cool. would, would you guys consider, because it sounds like he wants to reduce the size anyway. It's hanging over the neighbor's fence and this oh, yeah. and that one. Would you guys consider just saying, under these circumstances, if in doubt, get rid of it in any wood now, but then do a major pruning once the plant's dormant. I wouldn't I, hesitate. Yeah, I would wait at least until it's dormant. Yeah, like right, you said, exactly. take the. But uh, yeah, absolutely, get get rid of all that. So you're sacrificing the flowers for next year, but you know what? You'll have that a would be small price to pay. Yeah, you'll have you're a sacrificing plant. the plant. A healthy plant that way, yeah. And if you can focus on leaving young and medium size wood left on the plant when you're done pruning. Mm-hmm. And removing virtually all the old wood, I think you'll be eliminating a lot of the wood that would be a better suitable host or part of the plant for that lilac borer to 
um, hang out in. Definitely. So if you have the younger and medium wood, it's going to be not only more productive from a flowering standpoint, but it'll be more resistant to that bore. And um, so some of this wood will come all the way down to the ground, like yep. literally to the ground. And, um, you know, some you can just reduce back in height. And as far as open and you want it to be thicker, I think you're going to get that to a large extent just by doing this rejuvenating pruning and you're going to have new growth filling back in and, and having a little bit of light and air circulation ain't a bad thing though. That's for sure. No, it's not. Good. Just mulch All a right. lot. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Good luck with that. Oh yeah, Norm. You, you, that was great. Tamara, you, you put in your two cents. <laughs> mulch a lot I which just is know, true <laughs> thank you i just know that i've been battling weeds so so badly this entire summer and it's always where i have pruned and or taken out dead wood or dead branches and cleared a p and suddenly it's getting sunshine and sprouting Ooh. weeds and so yeah any now i'm just learning whenever i take out something i need to mulch the heck out of it <laughs> I don't like pokeberry. That's how we learn our lessons. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text us at three five one five three five seven. So, yes. Did you eat your Asian pear yesterday? Yes, I did. As that was nummy. <laughs> Wait, it's it's that time. Anybody who's got apple trees or pear trees is enjoying that harvest here. So we have a couple Asian pears here to. Oh, just share, see, to share this morning. Can't wait. I mean, I, perfect. I, I kind of like them better than apples, personally, but I just like the taste and the texture. It's an interesting combination of It's really apple. cool. Yeah. Well, it really isn't, but I mean, it, it kind of tastes like It appears. Texture. It's more apple-shaped, right? Texture-wise, yeah. Yeah. It Absolutely. does. Just there on you the go. side. So, John, you got a couple cool things here on the, on the card. I do. I, I think John's celebrating fall here, don't you? Yeah, well... You know, we think, oh, fall and it's, everything's over. Well, it's not. It's not. I'm thinking there's so much color in fall, well, apparently. One of the, <laughs> the one of the best months, if arguably not the best month in the garden, is right in our hands here, right in our fingertips. Yeah, it's too hot to work outside, so you just watch the flowers bloom. <laughs> <laughs> well, not this week. Okay, that's right, not this week. Or, yeah, as the weather yeah. is changing and it gets cooler, yeah. you have an excuse to be outdoors. It's always interesting, the season changes. Well, up and down, up and down, up mm -hmm. and down. But then it, it initiates a whole bunch of things that haven't been blooming. It's like, oh, that's what it looks like. Cool. Like that awesome anemone. Uh, isn't that awesome? Who knew they'd be blooming anemone. in the fall? That's an anemone. That's beautiful. She says. Lovely, <laughs> like mauve, almost purple flowers, and yellow center. And, and the green leaves are just so dainty and pretty and look so, at all the buds on it i mean it's just going to blow its crazy head off it yeah is. it is oh wow and it, they're, they're typically in this kind of mauvey color or pinks and usually whites kind of a real simple poppy or dogwood shaped flower yeah it does look like a lot like a dogwood to me like you said yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're cool and the ornamental peppers are just outstanding that you've got in Oh, God. And those are those are so great added to a container. Nice just to fill your containers. Yeah. And I love mm -hmm. the round ones too. Yeah, for this a change of pace. Pops, hot pops. Oh, 
I love it. It looks like a, a fruit tree in a fairy garden. Well, it's cool. They, oh, they kind of go. morph into different <laughs> colors, orange and purple tones. Yeah, pretty cool. Yes, yellows and oranges and purples. I, I like the ones with the purple leaves and then yeah. the purple fruit and the white. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's red. Yeah. Really pretty. We have that one. Yeah. Nice. I'm we sure have that one. And you got a few mums. Every shape and size out oh, there geez. and color. We got, oh my we gosh. got mums. <laughs> we, but, but, you know, it seems so fresh now this time of year when sometimes your containers get a little sorry and you need to do a little refresh. It, mm-hmm. Interesting you should say that because I was walking in my ar- around the property, my property at home the other day, and I have all these mixed containers, and I'm thinking, ew. <laughs> It's time to move on. They're looking a little tired, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're looking sad. If, if, if so thank Evans, there's mums. Yeah. If you want to get an idea of how many mums we have here, we've been fortunate the last couple of years where we have one of the state universities uh, driving three hours to buy 400 mums here because they want school colors, and they can't get the quantities that they need at other places that are closer to give them exactly the colors that they want. So, yeah, really? it's like... I think that's pretty neat. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. That is cool. Yeah, I believe it was uh, 1,547, something like that. That you were handling yesterday? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just yesterday. Just yesterday. <laughs> but who's, but who's, but who's, but who's counting, right? <laughs> I just looked at that number on the Okay, got to go. <laughs> Move on. Go and go and go. And you got some butterfly candy still. Yeah, we do. I tell you, after you called that out a couple of weeks ago, I've been enjoying the black swallowtails uh, flying around. Have you? Oh, yeah, of and, course. And the monarchs, of course. But yeah, black swallowtails. Uh, we have Queen Anne's lace and who knew flat leaf parsley. Oh, okay. Have you ever gone out and have you grown herbs and parsley before? No, I haven't done herbs yet. Because sometimes you'll go out and you'll see there's a caterpillar on there eating. Just chewing away at and it. And all of a sudden oh. you think, Darn it. He's eating my He's herbs. Eating my <laughs> but, but you want to share because that's what you're going to get. Okay. And flat leaf parsley is arguably one of the easiest herbs that you could possibly oh grow. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Now you, then you'd have to do something with it unless you just want to say, hey, I'm happy just sharing with the caterpillar and let it go. But You have yeah. to cook with it. Then there's a Queen Anne's lace. So it's I, so pretty. I remember as a kid we used to go on Sunday drives. You know, every Sunday, just out in the country and stuff. Queen Anne's lace everywhere, and it was like, it, you know, it was really pretty. I mean, it just has this lacy. Mm-hmm. It, it's called the Queen Anne's lace for a reason. Effect. Yeah, and and here we are selling it right out of the ditch. It's really is cool. It's kind of hard for me to imagine that currently that we're selling it because yeah, it, i have just a little bit of it but i know it's like whenever you live you? in the country it's like oh it's yeah pro- prolific. <laughs> you know? I've, I've said to some your friend very often it's just a ditch weight not about queen anne's lace but some other things it's like yep that's where, where it grows but you know what that's how you use them in your in your environment your landscape is that you have that same kind of environment nothing else does well except that yeah so you know everything has its place Mm-hmm. It does. So what you doing in the garden besides watering still? Oh, water? I'm watering. That's what I'm doing besides watering. So, no, I'm editing. Okay. I, I have uh, removed some things and made little notes about where I want to move things once they've gone dormant. Hmm. 
making. So now you just have to be able to find your notes. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, see, the first thing I should have done was made a special 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 place to put the notes. There you go. Oh, and, and kept them there. And told three right. people. <laughs> yeah, and told three people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm laughing. I hope I you're laughing with we me. Are, we are Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. I are wonder with you if three would be enough. I would yeah. leave my notes for me taped to the fridge. This is where your notes are. <laughs> well, and that's where you need to have your phone with you so you can take a picture oh, absolutely. of that area. One of the best tools in the garden is your phone or, or a point-and-shoot camera. So if you can have a Felco and a phone, that's all the girl needs. What else would you need? There Felco you and a phone. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you know, the, the Polaroid, uh, uh, the ones that shoots the picture out, yeah. are coming back. I, who knew, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> that, that would be fun. <laughs> then you'd have to remember where you put them. That's true. Again. So. <laughs> that's all right, though. 356-9397 is our phone number, or you can text 351 Five three five seven. Phone number is three five six nine three nine seven. Anyway, we got a text here that says, uh, "What were you talking about? A fruit that looks like an apple." Sorry, I missed that. And uh, we were talking about how Steve brought us in some of these. You called it an Asian pear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and yeah, it's beautiful. It's uh, this rich yellow, and uh, it's so firm. It's like right off of the tree, and. Uh, and while we're on the subject of fresh vegetables and fruit, uh, my husband wanted to pass along to you, Steve, in particular. Thank you for the fresh cabbage that you gave us, because he has oh, always welcome. bought he's always bought coleslaw, and he likes to cook, and he always thought it'd be easy to make, and uh, but he never had, and so he took that cabbage, and he was like, "Oh my gosh." This is so much better. <laughs> and he was devouring so it. Did he make coleslaw and or did he just eat the cabbage no, he raw made, or he steamed? Made coleslaw or coleslaw. He, he said, I can't. And I was like, was it easy to make then? He was like, oh, it was so easy to make. Yeah. So That's um, good that he got to do that. Yeah. So uh, yet again, you know, so, your fresh produce just showing us. You know, and it'd be so easy. Well, and here's the neat part. He could plant some right now because we have plants out there in the garden center. Really? For fall harvest. You know they'll be ready in sixty days, so you could still you could still get them going here and enjoy them this wow. fall yet. We oh, actually okay. have a pretty nice selection of fall fall veggies. We yeah. absolutely yeah. do. Yeah. So you have cabbage, and then what lettuce? We I'm have guessing or? two types of cabbage. Uh, we have a more of a traditional ball head, and then we have more of a a Chinese cabbage. You know, a little bit taller, lacier kind, if you would. Kohlrabi. And we have kohlrabi and. Two varieties of lettuce and broccoli yep. and cauliflower. Maybe two varieties of cauliflower. Spinach, kale. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So nice selection. And again, there are four-inch pots, so you're starting off with a nice plant uh, to get going with. And and I wouldn't wait two more weeks. I would get it done. Yeah. Get them yeah. in the ground and uh, get and them established. There's some nice herbs. Uh, we want basil for, you know, it, people like to go into to the holidays with some uh, fresh herbs and, and it's nice you still got time That's to get some growth point. off of them to to have some harvest so yeah. right. and you yeah. can just plant in the ground and just play your chances with uh frost mid to late october sure. and and you know enjoy it that way and harvest it or you could leave it in a put it in a little bit larger pot and grow it outside until it gets to be too cool and then bring it inside for it's not yep. going to thrive oh. in the house but you could bring yep. it inside and kind of coast for at least a couple three more weeks i would think there's a reason to have floating can. row cover there is a reason that's that floating row cover. Yep. Good. Extend okay. your season a few more weeks. Yeah, but there's nothing fun. like 
making your own salsa or making your own coleslaw or making your yeah. own potato pesto. salad or pesto. Or Especially if you're having really? people is that, is over. That, or or, that's like or a, nothing like going over to like John's cooking? house and having John make that stuff. I think that's Marianne. even better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Okay. Let's go to the phone lines and ask Zoe. Hey, Zoe. What? Oh, Do you I like just to had c- to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Do you like morning to Zoe. Good morning. Um, How are you? I'm I'm okay. I, I, I'm a little battered, but I'm surviving. Um, you hang in there, girl. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I'm having I'm having a bad week. Let's put it like that. But oh, we won't I'm go sorry. into that. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I I just uh, since you mentioned John, I have to say I heard that commercial. Like I don't have the radio on a lot of the time, so I feel kind of guilty. But I heard that real personal Prairie Garden commercial about three weeks or I don't know when it was. I only heard it once, but it was really nice and and personal and you know. Which one was it? About the, in, a, in a personal way about plants and so. Yeah, forth. where John and Marianne were giving some tips. I didn't get, hear Marianne's. It was that well, a, she you know, different one. She wanted she wanted her own commercial, Zoe. She didn't want to share the thirty seconds. Well, that, that's not true, Zoe. What, how it happens is because I thought that was really nice. And these guys just talk over me all the time. That's why you didn't. Well, I just think I did that. Well, anyway, whatever. No, you didn't. That's <laughs> good. Well, we'll, thank you for saying those things. Yeah, thank really you. Nice. We'll, we'll cut Thanks. some new ones that are timely, and we'll well, I we'll get some more things going radio on more so I hear them. But I thought, oh, I wanted to hear that again. It was like really interesting. So. Well, anyway, uh, I so maybe we should put your commercials on your website so that people can listen to. Well, them. yeah, podcast so, the commercials. John is in the running for the most interesting man in the world for 2021. So that's Yay, why John. I want to say okay, well, people's and, choice. And if he makes pesto, then that's you know. Oh, so, seriously, girl. <laughs> yeah. <vote>. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's my love in the world is pesto. So pesto, oh, yeah. nothing the, like the a good pesto. Yeah, um, basil pesto. Yeah. John yeah. would guarantee it to be strong but not bitter, right, John? That's true. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Good. So anyway, the thing I called about, I guess I have my perennial kind of questions. Like, can you get enough light through a patio door that has that coating on it that makes it filter out? some light, like, to uh, have geraniums there, um, like my scented geraniums that I love that I got from you all. Is that, the, when it gets is that, to be is that the only light that, is that the only light you've got, Zoe? Well, I have some other windows, but they're coated, too. What direction does it face, the patio doors? Oh, probably north. I don't really know. I, I honestly, I don't know, even. That would make I'm a big difference. About sure. Yeah. Okay. If it were if it were a south exposure, that would probably be okay. But okay, the north exposure. North is a little dim. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it seems that's, like that's it is. Re- yeah, yeah, it's pretty restrictive. The the northern exposure for a lot of houseplants, even. Um, I, I'm not sure that geraniums would survive in a northern exposure, especially okay. with a film. You so know, if I, I had south or east or west, south or west would be the best. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look around and talk to some people and ask them. You're just trying to survive, too. You're not trying to flourish. Well, yeah. Survival is better than not survival. You're trying to to survive so you can get back outside next summer. Yeah, exactly. And so I would, you know, 
I would consider trying it even in the north, even though you have less of a chance. But, yeah. And then Marianne, what would you do? You'd back off on the watering too. If oh, it's yeah, low light, sure. you just want to. You'd want to yeah. exist. Minimum, yeah. Right? I think I was watering too much when I tried it before with things too. So I, I back uh, off of that because I was getting. I didn't know. I somehow when I had the Dane gardenia tree, you know, I kind of went crazy with watering everything. So um, anyway, I'll try. Just because you well, loved them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's worth a try for sure. And then, uh, you know, maybe if you get it through till this spring, you can always give it a good crop back, and then you okay. can throw it back outside. Yeah. yeah. And if you yeah. decide not to do this mm-hmm. before we have a frost, mm-hmm. uh, harvest every leaf off of that plant. Oh. And just okay. you can leave them whole if you want to, and then you can grind them up. Just either with That's your hands, which is kind of, have the fragrance, would be yeah. kind of a treat right there. Yeah, for sure. Or you could <laughs> yeah. use a mortar and pestle or something like that or a, a pie yeah. roller thing or whatever. <laughs> but but you could uh, go ahead and crush them, and then you'll have them, and you can at least, if nothing else, open up the jar and get a whiff yeah. uh, as yeah, often as you want. Yeah, put some of the leaves in the jar. And yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Have have a, take, yeah. take every have leaf a off of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got some places where I should trim it off anyway because they're trailing over everywhere and you know so i can do those for sure so well hey, yeah, it'd you. be so easy to do yeah. and again if you decide not to try and overwinter that's another yeah. option i just so, think it'd be nice if i can do it but i don't know if i can so the tinted it, it doesn't filter out all the good light that you need when they're they have that tinting on them on the windows I I don't know. I would think it would have to diminish it. I mean, it depends yeah. on what it's it's so tinted with. I mean, some of the windows are low E windows, mm-hmm. which I don't think let all the light in that the plants would right. want. But I think they still promote growth. I just don't know what yours are tinted with, and yeah, I don't either. How much they're going to reduce? <laughs> hey, thank you guys. Have Thanks, a Zoe. I hope you have a good week coming up. Yes, and you know what? When you were down, I'm so glad that you did reach out and pick up the phone. Give us a call because we Thank love you. hearing from you. Thank you. You bet. Oh, absolutely, honey. And, Take and, care. Yeah. Tonight. Just just keep smelling the plants, smelling the flowers. You know, the Lord is good. So. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta. What is it? You put your head down and face the wind. Yeah. Yeah, got to do that sometimes. She's just tired of the wind blowing in her face. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually beautiful weather out lately. (laughs) Thank you. There you go. There you go. You take care, Zoe. Bye-bye. Bye, Zoe. Bye. 356-9397 is our phone number, or you can text 351-5357 for Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. I just happened to think of another process um, that my great-grandma used to do. Uh, with geraniums, is just shake all the dirt off of them and hang them up in the basement for oh, the yeah. winter. Hang yeah. them up. Oh, yeah. for uh, ivy geraniums? No, just, just regular geraniums. She wanted to keep. Yeah, huh. they would be in that state of dormancy then, and uh, you know she wouldn't cut the roots off, but she'd shake no. the soil off. Yeah, and, and just leave the plants whole, basically, right? Yep. And put them in the basement. Yep. Well, you Suspended that, animation. You have that moderate cool. temperature. That cool. That yeah. yeah. Right. Not not a lot of light. Yep. yep. And you got to figure her basement was perhaps a little bit cooler, a little bit draftier than the basement 
a new basement might be. Yeah. Uh, only, these days. Only a little. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Ann slept down there. She can attest to it. Thinking about that basement. Oh, it was scary. <laughs> Why do I have snow on myself? <laughs> Let's oh, go yeah. back to the phone lines. Talk to Lou, uh, who's calling in. Hey, good morning, Lou. Hi. Um, I My oldest daughter used to take her um, geraniums, just pull them out of the pot or the ground, whichever. I don't even know where she had them, I think in the pot. Put them in a brown paper bag and rolled it, you know, just didn't clean the dirt, nothing, just put them in there. Put them back in a dark closet all winter long, and she'd get them out in the spring and start and plant them and start watering them. Wow, that's great. That is great. I, Her, I just go ahead. So she, I'm not going to say it'll always work, but if you got several, one would be worth a try. I think. That's right. That's a great tip. Put them in a brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. I'm, everybody's got a yeah. closet, right? Yeah. Preferably a little bit on the cooler side. Yeah, probably. And not too warm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was their uh, coat closet, uh, I think, in the living room, and it wasn't very big. And they didn't, and another thing, I don't think they used it a whole lot. It was just for extra coats, work clothes, I think, and stuff like that. So yeah. there's always so, room for one more plant in that closet. Yeah. It's neat for me to hear that, yeah, it was something indoors, uh, not just like an outdoor garage or an outdoor cellar that, yeah, that she used a closet that was actually indoors and they still survived. Well, and you wouldn't want it to be too cold, so a a shed or something like that for that kind of plant would would be be risky. Yeah. 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 Oh, Uh, okay. uh, Maybe an attached garage that doesn't get down as cold, maybe if it's well insulated would be okay. Yeah. But... Yeah. The nice thing about it, too, is I doubt if there were many temperature fluctuations in that closet. So it pretty much probably stayed like it is. Mm. And I think that's almost just as valuable as Absolutely. some of the other things because yes. you don't want the plant cycling up and down okay. on a roller yeah. coaster. Because if you want to kind of go into this state, you want to go into this state and just get through. That's a great tip, Lou. Thank you. Yeah, that is, Lou. Try it if you want to or can. I just happen to think of that. Okay. Have a great I'm glad you weekend. did. Oh. Thanks for thank you too. I'll try thank it. You. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Three five six nine three nine seven is the phone number. Three five one five three five seven is the text line for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. John, I'm wondering what else did you bring? Because I think is I okay. Good. What is fantastic is aster. For fall, you get oh. that great purple or sometimes pink. And the colors and the dainty flowers, and just, oh my gosh, look at how many buds are on this! That's, yeah, that's just about to explode with color. You think mums have a lot of flowers? I, on I'd them. be tempted to say a thousand. Yeah, yeah I, I would I, agree. Yeah. yeah, I'd be tempted to agree with you. What's nice about that one is it's a little bit shorter one. It's not as tall. Some asters get really super tall. Yeah, and then they fall over. Yeah. so this one's a great one. That's the. Is that the woods? That's the woods. Woods purple. Woods purple. Woods purple yep. Hardy aster. So, about how big will it get? Uh, I think about eighteen. It's on inches. the label. Eighteen inches. Twelve to eighteen inches. Full sun to part sun. That's not so bad. And the width would be eighteen to twenty-four inches. Wow. And its Just habit is such that it would make a nice addition to any border or, or 
foundation yes. planting too because it's just a nice round thick plant not uh the foliage is attractive enough on its own and then mm -hmm. when the flowers start to crack this time of year it's really cool yeah so it is perennial perennial nice yeah yep and the bees and butterflies will love that coming up here over the next six weeks, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, it's got a little bee-friendly tag oh, on it. Oh, Don't I you love all this marketing and, and tags now? It's really pretty cool. They, it, it finally captures my attention. I needed it. <laughs> that is cool. And, Marianne, I want you to talk about that one. That, that one? Because of the way you say it. What one? The Sweet Autumn. Oh, the Clematis? Yes. So I, I just have I was driving down um, back home the other night and and there was a uh, this vine just covering this fence and it was in full flower it was a sweet autumn clematis nice um, then so they're they're coming into their own right now mm. and they attract so many bees so many pollinators it's just fabulous and ours uh, we we got in we just got in a new shipment of them um, about a week ago and they're just beginning to open up and oh. man i don't know if you can smell it from there like white camera but <laughs> so yeah they smell great these are in pretty large sweet two gallon pots and they are little uh, cone-shaped trellis support that is growing up but like you know when ed hosted the show he would always talk about this sweet autumn clematis that was 30 feet tall which we kind of poo-pooed but but, but he might have been right i, don't I, I, I hope he's not listening right. but <laughs> But they are aggressive. But I tell you what, if you have a place for them, they're just so rewarding. Exactly. you got a big space and you need to cover it. This is the thing to do. it, And, boy, they're rewarding. I've seen them really effectively done on, you know, those four-foot chain link fences. Oh, my gosh. That yes. are so ugly. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But that thing will just cover it. It'll do it. Yeah. Almost Fruit in one season, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, now, now I can smell it. I crushed yeah. up a leaf. Oh, nice. All right. 356-9397 is the phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Bill. Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks morning. for calling in. I was just reading on the Internet that Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio are having real bad infestations of what they call fall armyworm. They said they're destroying lawns really quick, and I didn't know if that's something we need to worry about or how, how the cycle of that insect works. I was kind of curious. That's interesting because what was it just a few weeks ago? The story was jumping worms. And now you're bringing up that one. And all the experts are just thinking and pondering. I'm just trying to get the connection between jumping worms and army worms. Not just the worms. <laughs> Sorry. <okay>. Attention. <laughs> Suddenly we're having worms popping up everywhere. <laughs> so army worms are pretty Army They're worms. prevalent in the South, particularly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just had a customer this week that claimed that her neighbors had it and wanted to come for some preventative. So, you know, it is possible. I think that they can be here. I was looking on the internet too about it because she said army worms and more prevalent in the South, but I assume they can be here. I haven't done any looking or research on it at all, so I can't tell you. Yeah, um, I've never heard of them around here, but yeah, I, I, I haven't either. I, I the 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 customer that John had the other day was the first time I'd heard it, of anybody asking about them this year. Um, and, and what were they on, John? Do you know? Lawn grass. 
Okay. Long grass, yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, I mean, probably I'd go first would be the U of I Cooperative Extension. Extension Google yeah. that and see what they're saying about army worms uh, so we can kind of get the latest and datas, greatest information for our area. And, uh, yeah, I'm not maybe worried about that. I wasn't worried about having them. I was just wondering if that's something that in the future, you know, it seems like there's a, there's a new uh, a new bug or a new parasite about every year or every next you know every other year. <laughs> yeah what's the next plague it's yeah. always something <laughs> yeah, what's the next one? So, no kidding okay like well, say but, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it till it's time to worry there you go i think you're right <laughs> yeah thanks bill army worm and, and the thank army you. worm moth yeah thanks bill for calling in right. and and call us back uh when you do find out more about it let us know so the 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 scott's product for the grub control does list army worms on the on the label so that's good so yeah. it's so like so there's grub x or yeah, grub scrub, control it was yeah. grub x yeah and i don't know if it would be a quicker effect on those than it would be on grubs or or not i'd have to read the label on it because like if you were putting grub x down for grub control you'd want to put it on weeks in advance or right. months in advance yeah. i don't know if yeah. it has a quicker uh uh prevention for or application for army worms or not i have no idea yeah yeah i know i have to do more research so yeah. there you go there you go so uh bulbs uh you know with all the chaos of getting things in from overseas you know you think of everything coming from oh mainly china or other southeast asia countries well it's impacting bulbs, too, from Holland, uh, just because of the shipping container shortage and the boat shortage and blah, 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 yeah, and the what? transportation shortage when it comes inside the country. Yeah. So they are delayed, folks. So uh, our fall bulbs, which typically arrive around Labor Day, sometimes a few days before, sometimes a few days after, are probably going to be about two weeks late, uh, we're guessing. Uh, the harvest is really good from what we hear. The crops, the bulbs themselves look really nice, uh, but they're just having a slower ride uh, into one of the East Coast ports and then he getting here to the Midwest. So we're anticipating it might be in more of that 15th to 20th range of September versus... So the third week of September-ish. Yeah, 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 around okay. there. But it's not a problem from a standpoint of planting them because we oh, gosh, really don't no. want oh, you to plant them not. until yeah. sometime in October, October or November anyway. anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, just so you can get your hands on them and get what you want. But you know what? That just gives part. you a couple more weeks to walk around your garden and decide where it is you want to plant them. Well, there you go. Oh, See? Yeah. Yep. Good yeah. Point. And, and planning colors and, you know, it's just fun to, to think about the bulb mm -hmm. issue because it extends your flowering time months. It's, it's so, it, it is kind of hard to do just because you don't get that reward for so long. Yeah, it really and is. And you really just have to use your imagination to see, to try to visualize. Use your imagination and actually look. put the bulbs in the ground. But yes, actually putting the bulbs in the ground helps too. Yeah. Not in the refrigerator. <laughs> Yeah. And not waiting until January. It's better late than never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh, I wanted to throw out real quick. I got an email from you guys that uh, this weekend only through Labor Day, uh, you're a boutique. You can buy one, get one, 50% off uh, oh. any of the boutique clothing. So yep. Boutique clothing. Now through Monday. Yeah. Buy one, get one half price. Yeah, that's nice. All right, so we got this text at 3515357, trying to enlarge it so I can see it. <laughs> Need my glasses, honey? It's your cheaters. Oh, okay, why isn't it opening? Okay, well. She's still having trouble. This is sad. Okay, all else fails, put glasses on. She's a designated on. reader. <laughs> I might. Regarding asters, mine are huge after a few years, four foot across and about 36 inches high. When and how do you thin them out? I have the light purple, dark purple, and hot pink colored ones. What a nice combination. I love yeah, it. Yeah, sounds beautiful. That sounds great, yeah. I, I wouldn't cut them now, but um, it's kind of like chrysanthemums, perennial chrysanthemums. Yeah. You need to do that. Probably in June, maybe into July a little bit. Oh, really? So I think uh, as as they grow, yeah, you wouldn't want to do any pinching back, you know, after mid-June for sure. Or, you know, so. that's when the flowers are really starting, the buds are starting yeah. to form. So obviously, as John alluded to earlier, there's different varieties and there's different mature sizes. And she has one that's going to be a taller, bigger plant than the woods aster that John was talking about that was 18 inches or so. And so pinching them after they put on a bunch of growth, so mid to late June, first of, 4th of July at the very latest. I, I would make 4th yeah. of July the absolute cutoff, but yeah. if you can get it down a little bit before that, that's when I do it. And then by sure. doing that, you're just trying to have the plant have the existing stems below the pinch, thicken up a little bit, become stronger. Uh, it'll be branched a little bit tighter, and that may not be quite as tall. And if they're getting floppy, and I don't know if they are or not from that text, but if they are getting floppy, I would even consider something like one of the peony supports on the plant. For sure. Especially the ones that have the grow-through rings where the plant can just grow up through it. So you put that on in the spring when the plant starts to emerge, or if you're like me, you better do it this fall Mm -hmm. uh, because you won't get around to it in the spring, and then you're thinking about it. um, And then the plant will just grow up through it, and it'll stay in support and... uh, in good shape. Well, and this person is saying, yeah, there's this, it's four feet across and three yeah. feet high. Isn't that amazing? That's, that's cool. large. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, really, I mean, if they wanted to take it down a lot, though, should they do it when it's dormant? Like, Well, it's going to die down to the ground anyway. Oh, it is. Oh, so yes, it's So it's an herbaceous perennial. So, so what we're saying is that isn't going to matter. Okay. Because it's going to start fresh. That's why we're saying after it gets I up see. and gets some good growth, middle of June-ish. Pinch it back, and would you guys pinch it back a few inches? Would you pinch it back more? What would you do? Depending on what ultimate growth you want, I'd even consider half. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would be too much. But no more than half? I don't think I'd go any more than that, no. Okay. I I suppose you could, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Leave some energy in it. But, But most people would take probably, what, two, three inches, four inches off of it. Okay. But you're still like a quarter of the plant size ish. Okay, good. All right, we are almost out of time, so what should we cover real quick? Uh, water. If you haven't, if you get a chance this weekend, I don't think we're going to get much today, right? Uh, so if you get a chance, yeah, tiny bit. get out there, and uh, whether it's new or whether it's been in the ground for a year or two. It's a great time to be planting trees and shrubs, oh. perennials. And a, a lot of our material is on sale. 
on sale yeah. now. And Love n- that. Nice selection of deciduous shrubs, yes. specifically, and some nice conifers and absolutely stuff going on. Mums, again, oh, if they're driving three hours to get them, mm-hmm. you, know. you, you got to realize they're really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good selection of perennials still. Um, yeah. Really just uh, fall vegetables. We have plenty of seed, so spinach, lettuce, radishes, carrots kind of stuff. That's and so cool. Beets. There's still plenty of time for those. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. What's interesting to come in and, and see in the fall, well, it's almost fall, is how much color there is. So it yeah. makes you realize, oh, that's what's in flower now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can you can continue your flowering. It doesn't just have to be in the spring. Most people have spring gardens. They all you know flushes out, and by the time the middle of June comes around, there's not much going on. Right. So, but it's nice to be able to see that and think, oh, I can do that. It is. Yeah. The color continues all yes, season. Yes, the color continues. I love that. It does indeed. All right. Well, y'all have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. We're also awesome. we're open too. nine to five Monday. Good to right? know. And yes. then open until six today, and then. 10 to 5 tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay, good. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with our experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer today was Ed Bond. Up next, we have full Illini coverage, uh, or actually that'll be later this afternoon. Next week, we'll have an early show. And so join us at 7.15, and then immediately after that, we'll have all your full Illini coverage. Go Illini! Have a wonderful Labor Day weekend, and thanks so much for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Love your outfit. How do you do it? (laughs) Stop it. No, really. Well, I get it all at Prairie Gardens. Did you say Prairie Gardens, the garden store? Oh, they've always been more than just gardening. You'll find new boutique items every week at prices you can't beat, like this purse. Oh, and this beautiful necklace and bracelet, and this top. Let me guess. Prairie Gardens? Ah, You know it, and that's how I always keep my style fresh. Love it. Prairie Gardens, extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and a boutique as unique as you.